Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome to a Thursday night edition of Sports Day as we head into a big weekend. Well, it kind of kicks off. It's a long weekend of sport. I'm claiming it right now, Sats, because uh, the Aussies will take on... Uh, who are we playing? South Africa tonight in the yep. ODI World Cup. That's mm-hmm. that kickstarts my sporting weekend. Yeah, we'll have a little rest Friday. Well, we've got the Bullets and the Sydney Kings tomorrow night at Nissan Arena. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, what do we have? Saturday, oh, the racing all uh, over Australia. Australia versus Samoa. Yes, and Townsville in, in in the rugby league. Yep. And then on Sunday, Tim Zoo. I know. It's a massive, huge. The weekends just keep getting bigger. I know. How are you, by the way? Really good. Really good, actually. I'm really looking forward to that fight on Sunday. I can't wait. Uh, Pacific Championships, I'm excited about that, but it's one of those ones where I'm not that excited until kickoff. So it's not something that I'm, I've got in the calendar. I've got to, like, I'm getting itchy feet. Can't wait for well, the kickoff. Well, you're in cricket mode now. I understand. It's, it's, it's what happens Yeah, after I can't the... wait to watch Australia versus South Africa. It'll be outstanding. And um... Sarcasm detected, noted. <laughs> it's going in my report. Hey, no, me... I do love my cricket. I do. Mate, how can you not? Mm. Like Thursday night, 6.30, couple of beers on the couch. Mm. Oh, Mar- is, isn't on tonight, is it? I don't know, mate. No. Actually, I'm picking up Amani from dancing at like 10.30 tonight. Yeah. So I'll be uh, watching it in my car like a creep. I've seen her dance. That's not good. I know. No, she's good. No, that's anything she does is good. Aria, on the other hand. Uh, Dual International Sports Day co-host Matty Rogers joining us. He's he's in a flap oh. over reports coming out of Japan today that Eddie Jones mm-hmm. has signed with Japanese rugby. Okay. And I tend to believe, and I hate to say this, I tend to trust Japanese journalists over Australian journalists. Have you got a lot of knowledge about well, Japanese Journalism There's, in, in your day? Look, I don't, they don't have uh, Japan 360 yep. right on the screens mm. over there. Everyone's yelling at each other. No, well, you know what the you know what culturally what Japan is like. I don't actually. Well, so. they're very honest, very polite, very straight up. Yep. So I, I, I'm, I'm taking it that it's done deal. Okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> Samoan super fan Christian Brown will be joining us. You may remember last year the World Cup. Yep. He put on a uh, a big public event for people to get together and celebrate them playing the final against Australia. Well, this time he's taken the show on the road. He's in Townsville with the team. How good's that? Yeah. The mad Very cow. Very passionate. The mad cow will be nuts this weekend. I reckon they'll shut the street. Mm. Sometimes they shut the street and there's so many people in the main street. Because um, the stadium's me. right in town now, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's oh, I haven't seen the new walk. stadium. Yeah. Yeah, right. You can actually see the lights of the mad cow from the... The flashing lights. From the end of the Is it the just a cow stadium. with a big flashing neon sign of a cow? No, it's just... You, there's, no, there's no cow or anything. Everyone just knows where it is. Right. And there is black and white spots all over right. the yes. front of the building. Yes, yeah. I know the one. Uh, Chris Nelson, Racing Queensland. Uh, I've got the good oil for you now. On Sports Day for Cobram Estate, premium strain, extra virgin olive oil. Madge has agreed to verbally coach the Blues. Yeah, Michael Maguire. This one is, year. Well, this is um, – he was one of the candidates that was thrown up by anyone who wanted to, to throw up their potential New South Wales coaches. We spoke to Johnny Cartwright uh, early on in the week as well, and he always said that he would love to coach New South Wales. He also said – he wouldn't be opposed to being an assistant, which he has been on a number of occasions. So uh, it looks as though that 
Michael Maguire, who the assistant coach at the Canberra Raiders, will take the role. Yeah, like you're saying, for a year at this at this stage. And Ricky, question around that. I'm hearing that Ricky Stewart had the job, uh, but the Canberra Raiders board basically didn't veto it. They just said, no, 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 it's it's not happening. But Ricky told Cardi he wasn't interested. Well, he's an all-in, all-out man. That's yeah. what that's what Cardi said. But from the the reports that I'm hearing is that it was Ricky's right. job. But when he means. I can't be. I don't want to be half in. Means that his board at Canberra said, "Yeah, you no, can't do it." Right, and gotcha. I'm disappointed for Cardi. Yeah, well, Cardi looks like he's going to be the assistant coach to Madge, right? Which is great. Also, well, he said he'd do that. Mm. Um, he's he knows short term coaching too. With <clears throat> the job with the Kiwis, the head coach of the Kiwis. The big argument now is how can you be the coach of the Kiwis and coach of New South Wales? Well, how can you not? Just get on with it. Who but cares? They don't play at the same time. No, well, there are there are sometimes some years where you have a mid-year test and it, and it's around origin time. Well, so look at the calendar. I bet you there isn't one next no, year. No, there's not. So, I just so think, what's the problem? Yeah, I just think stop complaining, people. People just look for an excuse. So just I will on. say the one year is very interesting. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I, I reckon because I reckon Bellamy's only got one year left. Yeah. At the Storm. Mm. And I reckon he would be – I mean, I hope match goes well and I hope New South Wales wins origin. Sorry, Queensland. But, you know, if we're looking for a coach at the end of next State of Origin series, Bellamy's available. Mm. And that's the guy you'd be chasing. Well, he's, he's coached origin before and has – Didn't have any success. Well, it was, it was against the greatest representative side we've ever seen in the and game. And his players. Coaching, his Melbourne Storm well, he's coaching players. coaching against his players, which he never – he never liked, and he's he's always going to be doing that. He's always, if he was a New South Wales coach, he was always going to coach against his players in some capacity. But next year he won't be. No, he's still got an emotional attachment to them. But yeah, but no, he, he's a mate. A couple of million dollars a year to coach the Blues, the emotional <laughs> attachment. But I like this. I like Michael Maguire. As a, my, my biggest concern now is yes, it's a part-time role allegedly, and if it is, what sort of resources is he going to have leading up into Origin? Like, not two weeks leading into origin from round one of the NRL. But what you, sort of support and resources you know is he Madge going to have? Well, Madge is going to put everything into it. He will. He'll Absolutely. put everything. He, he won't treat it like a part-time role. Yeah, he needs to have, he needs to have real, real support. Also he'll continue with the Raiders though, won't he? Yeah, he'll. Assi- yeah. Assistant. She's got some jobs going on, hasn't he? Yeah. Jeez, he'll be paying a bit of tax next year, won't he? <laughs> Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. When we come back, the rat, Matt Rogers, Eddie Jones, big news today, possibly. The rat joins us next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Excited about the prospect of, of coming back to Australian rugby and uh, obviously the World Cup coming up. The Lions in 2025 and, and the World mm. Cup in 2027, you know, it's a fantastic opportunity, mate. It's nice to get the opportunity to, to have another go at the, at the Wallabies and, and help you know, lift Australian rugby back to where we'd like it to be. Um, and, you know, Bob Dewey, who won the World Cup in 91, always used to say, if you can't... Uh, change your team in the week, you can't coach. So we've got more than a week, so <laughs> let's hope I can coach. Well, clearly he can't coach because he hasn't changed. Well, he did change the team. Is that what he means, Sats? He changed the team going into the World Cup. Mm. That's all he did. Yep. Um, there are reports today that Eddie is about to walk out on Australian rugby and sign a cr- contract with Japanese rugby. This has been around for a few weeks. 
he kind of denied it, but not fully denied it uh, in that press conference over the World Cup. Matt Rogers, get ready, boys. He's ready to blow up. Joining us now on Sports Day. Rats, hello. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm going to blow up. I'm going to blow up you for casting aspersions on Eddie Jones. Mm-hmm. Well, no, well, I'm only kidding. I'm no, only mate, kidding. And maybe we should bring back <laughs> no, Bob. What I, what, I say, yep. what, what I will say is this, is, um, you know, I've, I've read the reports this morning and I've, I've spoken to you guys. And I am. If, if this is true, I think I think you know, the respect I had for Eddie would be will be gone. Um, I will be furious, um, you know, to take on this role uh, with so much at stake. The game on you know on a real precipice. Um, I am I am gutted to to read these stories. Rat, what do you, do you think that? Uh, well, sometimes you don't know what the landscape's like until you. You actually get to see it for yourself in person. Do you think that maybe he was sold a and uh, sold the world and delivered an atlas where he gets in there himself in person and maybe doesn't like what he sees and from an operational point of view, their strategies, their structures and what the future is going to look like for Australian rugby? Potentially. Um, and potentially the changes that need to be made. Um, you know, Here's the thing, Saps. We've talked about this, right? There needs to be sweeping change in Australian rugby. This isn't a this isn't a over overnight thing. This has been, you know, 20 years of of stuff that just that the game's been slowly eroding. So, you know, Eddie comes in. He's, he's been over in Europe. He's been over there and he's seen what's happening in you know international rugby on the big stage, um, away from you know the southern hemisphere, and he realises what needs to be done. Perhaps he's saying this is what needs to be done, and people are saying no, we're not, we're not prepared to do it. Who knows? But the reality is this: there needs to be change, and until there is, um, Australia is going to continue to suffer, and our game is going to continue to hang on by a thread. It is the old rusted-on rugby fan that is holding this game together right now, and they're not going to be around too much longer. You know, in another 20 years, the game will be non-existent if it continues down this path. Now, um, you know, we've spoken at length that's about you know you know, what Ireland did and, you know, we've, we've spoken to a mutual friend and, you know, I, I've read a dossier that's been sent to me that, that you sent me that I'm so impressed with. Um, there needs to be sweeping change and the, the reality is sometimes that change has got to come from outside and when I say outside is that the people in rugby who have been running the game for the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, um, that, they've got to allow other people in to, to, to have a look from... You know, an external standpoint because obviously what's happening internally isn't working. It's not working. The game's not growing. Uh, you know, you can bank on you know your British lines to bring in you know a heap of money into the coppers, a World Cup in, in four years, bringing money into the coppers. But what then? I mean, mm. there's, there's, we need long-term sustainable development of our of our talent, and we need a product that we can put on TV that people want to watch that will generate revenue that is sustainable for the long term. And currently, we just don't have it. And we've got to be able to see the game. I know you work for Stan as well as SEN, but we need to see more rugby on TV more often on free-to-air. Expose the game to potentially yeah. players out there who might want to play the game. But, but Rat, how would how Would, would Dave... you want to expose it at the moment? Well, you've got to start sometime, right? Um, how would Dave Rennie be feeling today, if this is true? Oh, no, he'd he'd be furious. I've got no doubt. Yeah, um, you know, if this if this turns out to be true, like here's the thing. So, so Phil War is a good friend of mine. He's the CEO of, of Rugby Australia. He, he would have 
he, he would have put a, a fair bit on the line to get Eddie across the line into this job. And if Eddie does this to him, that, that's what will drive me insane. Like, people have put their, you know, what's on the line mm. to get you into this job because they knew it was a risk. But for you to, if, if this is the case, and, and I want to say this, this is if, if, if this is the case. This is all a, a little bit of conjecture and, you know, who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm yet to have anything confirmed. I've reached out to some people, but nothing's come back as yet. Uh, I think they're all in France. I'll be waking up shortly. Um, but if this is confirmed, um, that the people that have been burnt in this process, you know, be it the Dave Rennies, be it the Phil Wars, be it the you know the Australian rugby public, the Michael um, Hoopers, there'll, there'll be the Michael Hoopers, the Quade Coopers, the Bernard Foley's. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's a dire situation for the game, and it's what it doesn't need right now. Um, yeah, they they need they need more eyeballs on the sport. Um, for the right reasons, and currently they've got plenty on it for the wrong. How would uh, Joseph Suali'i be feeling right now as well? He's just signed a massive contract with Rugby Australia. I mean, he's going to go all right for money, but he, he was – I'd imagine he would have signed that of the opinion on Eddie's comments that we're going to chase Rugby League's finest. No, but he's get... been sold a dream. That's like, right. Like and Eddie Jones would have been. But Eddie's part of that dream. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you, no, no, you're right. Cam, and Cam, Cam yeah, Murray, who we're talking to shortly, he must be breathing a sigh of relief that he didn't sign with Rugby Australia. <laughs> yeah, well, he was certainly on the hit list, wasn't he? You can ask him that in a minute when you're talking to him, mate. I know you're going to be very excited to be doing that. <laughs> All right, um, shut up, mate. Who's? Who, but, uh, I want to know who's, oh, selling, who's say, selling the dream. Who's, well, 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 if Eddie's well, part of the dream, like, who's, who's the salesperson here? Well, it seems like... Um, you know, they're not on the same page, and 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 to be honest, like like I I don't, I don't know. This is just me speaking, like thinking off the top of my head. Like if I've got a, a an executive chairman, who you know, when he, when the game gets criticised for the lack of, um, you know, well for the results that that are happening, and he says to the public, well, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Is that the guy you want running the game? No. Is that is that the guy you want at the helm? Like, absolutely not. That is the last person I would want at the helm. Someone who says, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Like, are you kidding me? We're trying. We're, we're in a competition here. We're in a competition for fans. We're in a competition for sponsorship. And that's the attitude of the, the man steering the ship. Give me a break. Like, a lot needs to change. And to be honest, after that comment, when I heard that, I was like, mate, that, that's the first thing I'd be changing. Rat, would you be interested in joining the board of Rugby Australia? I mean, we could probably negotiate a nice cushy uh, job for you and, and money. Would you be interested? <laughs> but, but, um, well, well I, I would. I, I would be very excited to, to get on board with Rugby Australia and help in their retention and recruitment of young talent, uh, develop pathways to, 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 to keep our talent in the game and get Australia back to where it should be, which is at the top of the mountain of, of, of world rugby. We have the talent here, but we're just losing it. And, you know, I've spoken to Phil War at length. This is prior to him being the CEO of Rugby Australia, mind you, um, at length about, you know, talent identification and retention um, uh, and, and de- developing a program that gives our, our young talent, you know, opportunities to stay in the game and play the game that they've loved playing growing up and, you know, see them develop into, you know, world-class rugby players. 
on the international stage. That's what it's about. That's what we need. All right, um, We just don't have it at the moment. Strong words from Matt Rogers uh, tonight on Sports Day. Uh, enjoy your uh, what is a soccer carnival in uh, Wollongong at the moment for Phoenix. Soccer, yeah, yeah, the Nationals. My daughter just scored her second goal for Queensland, <laughs> 2 0 over WA. I oh, imagine. He'd be Great one of those annoying dads oh, on the sideline, wouldn't he? So bad. Arms oh, flapping oh, around. Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix, worth... Phoenix, run. Run. Run, Phoenix. I'll get you dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Hurry up. <laughs> Pass the ball to Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, have a good weekend. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. No worries, guys. See ya. Bye. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Wow, rat firing up on Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Uh, a sports update. Cam Green looks to be axed for the ADL. I've got to check on that because it's starting shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, against South Africa with Marcus Stoinis. Cleared to return from a, a dodgy hammy. Um... Yeah, apparently Green's a bit fried due to his grueling schedule. The two overs that he bowled the other night. And he's eight and runs. eight from 20 balls. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, I don't know. We, they're tough athletes. All the athletes are tough. And the conditions they've got to play under and the amount of touring they've got to do. But sports science just has yeah. too much of a say. But can I just say, they're not touring as backpackers. They're not on overnight trains. Yeah. In a you know like a, a cheap seat, mm. they are well looked after. Oh, absolutely, mm, absolutely. So please, yeah. So get, yeah. Anyway, that that kicks off shortly. Oh, not kicks off. First ball bowled soon between Australia and South Africa. Hey, um, India beat Afghanistan last night by eight wickets. Ninety balls left. Um, yeah, great great performance from their skipper again as well. One hundred and thirty something off eighty odd balls. Do, do India when they play against those minnows? Do they wear? Do they wear blindfolds? No, don't be silly. No? I guess who I ran into today who? at uh, in at SCN, Michael Nisa and Matty Renshaw. Jeez, Matty Renshaw's Tall. taller than I thought. Massive, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and Nisa. I had it confirmed. It's it's actually Nisa, not Nessa. Mm. It's a bit. I said it was a bit confusing. Your nickname's Ness, but your name's Nisa. Mm. So why wouldn't your nickname be Nice? He couldn't answer it. <laughs> you ask all the hard-hitting oh, questions, ask. don't you? Well, uh, <laughs> but the boys, mate, uh, the Brisbane Heat. I thought Michael Nisa was over there. No, he's he's mm. definitely in Brisbane. He's probably got to be one of the unluckiest cricketers in Australia. He's he al- should be over he's there. He's always that. Yeah. He's always that man that's left out, forgotten, and they bring him in at the last moment for a test series, whatever it may be, but he's he's got to be one of the most unluckiest, I believe. And he was... Um, I mean, he saved Queensland against New South Wales. Good with the bat too. Unbelievable. Yeah. Another century. He's yep. just, yeah, he's incredible. Uh, and Wayne Rooney has been hired as Birmingham manager. Have we got a Birmingham fan here on the show? I don't know. J- I... Daddy, are you a Birmingham fan? Otherwise, I mean. What? Who cares? <laughs> did you did you put that in? I, did, I haven't seen Wayne Rooney for any footage of Wayne Rooney for Five years. Has little Jack, little Jack has access. Remember little Jack? Do you reckon he's put it in? He has access to our rundown. No, but he's a Liverpool fan. He wouldn't put a Birmingham story in. Yeah, good point. But yeah. he just likes soccer, 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 <laughs> doesn't he? We've got to go to a break. Christian Brown, the biggest Samoan fan you will find any anywhere this in Australia. This guy's got so much passion in his voice as well. We'll chat to him next. This is Sports Day.
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Can I say, I think Samoa win it. That's my bold prediction. Have you seen their team? Have yeah, you looked we at their squad? But we covered them pretty well in the – when I say we, Australia covered them pretty well in that World Cup final. Oh, this, is a, this is a better squad. This is a better you team. You reckon? I think it is. I, I really do. I, I just, I look Kia at that didn't squad, just make an eight-seat family car. The board, they the made hearts, a grand utility uh, vehicle. Middle, Kia Carnival like GUV. Just, this wow, is Sports this is, Day. Yeah, welcome back to I want to get home and watch team, the cricket. We're just a little TV segment here, Sanzo. I'm really excited. you like that? Matt Rogers going out of limb on Sports Day last week. All trying to roll me up Saying well, Samoa will beat um, the, the, the kangaroos. He's, he's, he's always got a, a beer. He's always got no, a beer. I'm sure he will. Yeah. He's probably. He's, uh, stubby hole. You'd say Australia's biggest Samoan fan because he talks about it a lot. Christian <laughs> Brown joining us. <laughs> yeah, Christian, you're actually. Let me get this right. You've been invited inside the team camp and you're in Townsville. The Panthers, the family, the support. She's a cheer girl, isn't she? The daughter? I'm not sure. That's the Sri Lankan. Yeah, I think she's a cheerleader at the Panthers. Is she really? I've heard that, yeah. I know they're Penrith fans and they live out that way. He's funny, the game. He's always be cool. The Dell. The Tom and Emmett team as well. Yeah. You see them in front of the jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Massive shout-out to Pacific Coast. He's good. Absolutely. It's funny because some of the families we've actually grown up with, the majority of them come from the Penrith Panthers, they love their daughters, they love their music, and it's usually guided by Brian Toto. One of them's got the hit who's not there, unfortunately, and also the one who sits in the corner. So you're about to talk about this later in Christian. Yeah, how'd it go? Yeah, funny story, the boys all on their way to the fan day out there at the stadium. She's a triple gold medalist at Beijing. The boys had caught him because Romeo was a chair. They didn't have a boom box, so one of the boys there had a boom from Grubby's. I had to go buy my boom box and drop her off to the airport before they got on their flight to... And she's never recovered from it. So to go on the show is really about... Yeah, nice. Now, Townsville, what's it like? Is it embracing this specific championship? Well, she was. Was, was she that seen Craig? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So, Wallabies beat South Africa. She used and, uh, you know, just discrim- discriminatory phrase. Right. Okay. And uh, it just blew up. It went really good. Yeah. She lost commercial sponsors. The boys, she lost everything. Uh, it's just a good right. way to young. Um, and then she went to the London Olympics to try to see if she was a tendon injury in her shoulder. Didn't work out for her. She retired like twenty four. You know, to save. So last night during one of the. Challenges. Um, you know, she just the shoulder, the Ooh, the left shoulder. Young, the Continued so where she had to no. grab hold of a wife, hand grenade and throw it, a hand grenade. They just want to play footy. They just want to rip in on Saturday. They, they don't done, care about anything else. She said, I've hurt my shoulder. The doctor comes across and, and, and on camera says, Man, the boys are just ready to rip in and put on the blue jersey. Look, it will be a fantastic game. And For those who don't know, you led the celebrations last year when Samoa made the World Cup final. Obviously. And no pain relief. What, 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 yeah, I mean, it went, it went bunter, oh, to yeah, use a Scott Sattler saying. What's been happening since? And is it true? Are you going to use the mad cow as your party base? Some historical tone. Well, we've got an after-party sort of. Fantastic. Watch that tonight. Is it on tonight? I don't think it is on tonight. We'll don't watch it tonight. Get the best of. Is it 7? Channel 7? Yeah, Channel 7 Plus. We'll watch it there. Got to go. Anthony Mundane. Outstanding. It's a what? young squad. Anthony and, Mundine, outstanding. Right. The, the feel of us. This is the reason I want to watch it because I, I'm in fascinated now. Amazing. Yeah, but I always thought that he would be a good person. There's a really, there's a little five foot actor. I think she's on Naples or Hanover. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sort of high, yeah. Now, Christian, um, what, what I just heard of, a lot of great stories from when the Indigenous All-Stars games were on against the NRL All-Stars. Oh, right. And what I heard of the stories about some of the players that went into these camps. I don't know if you're painting a good picture of this poor lady. Got to go. Enjoy. Well, it's Friday tomorrow, but enjoy your weekend of sport. Go Timmy Zoo. We want Timmy Zoo to get up on Sunday, don't we, Sassy? He wins this fight. Well, are you finding that as well? Name whoever he wants from to a yep. cultural Around perspective, the world, and they're learning that more about the heritage category. of their country. Yep. Look out, yep. Club Lang. Got to go. Catch us out, team. We've got people in our camp, special people. Shout out to Dr. Tour, um, who's been um, educating the boys on on things like the Sivatau and what it means, actions, and uh, we're going to have a session about you know uh, what it means to put on the jersey, the answer. We're going to break it down so. A lot of these young um, boys who grew up in Australia and New Zealand, um, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna ensure that they're educated on, on, you know, just the little things to all the big things, so that they understand what it means to put on that blue jersey. So when they walk away from this camp, we're gonna ensure that, you know, you know, it was the best camp of their lives, and and they will, they will always choose to put on that blue jersey first. You know what I love about this, though, Sats? You can hear the passion, can't you? Yeah, but it's not just about the young Samoans who are are learning about the culture. It's us pasty, fat, white guys, too. Yeah. I've learned so much, and and I enjoy the culture. I enjoy enjoy watching you guys enjoy footy, Christian. I I think it's beautiful. Mm. Yeah. No, we we definitely love footy. Like, it's such a growing sport. I was there a couple of weeks ago, um, and they had, like, they even held, like, a minds competition, and rugby league is growing. I mean, we've still got a long way to go. Um, under-resourced, obviously, and under, um, I guess, the money isn't there yet, but like we're trying to develop that. And, and, and in the future, we want to be able to build pathways to come straight from Samoa Australia to NRL um, systems. Yeah, great stuff, Christian. Now, before we let you go, thank you for joining us. Uh, my favourite Samoan player of all time is Tony Pulatua. Who's yours? <laughs> I'll probably have to say... Man, I've been biased here, but I'll, I'll go with Stephen Crichton. <laughs> I thought he was going to say Nigel Bunganar <laughs> or someone like that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Panthers supporter, mate? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not actually a Broncos supporter. <laughs> but I mean, like these. Jeez. <laughs> You're going to upset a few. But, but I mean, I mean, the Panthers boys have set a precedent where they've they've chosen to represent their country of Samoa over you know Australia, and uh, I think that's huge for them. Shows their character and. And uh, they're, they're big hearts. And I know for sure, personally, myself, I know Mal was calling uh, Critter, you know, wanting him in the Australian camp. Uh, you know, Critter followed his heart and, and chose his people, yep. chose to represent his people. So, you know, that kind of stuff to me, you know, means a lot. Yeah, I love that. I love it. Hey, before, also, just quickly, Christian, on grand final night, you see Brian Toto, uh, we saw Crichton and was a few Jerome Luai. Yeah. And also... The, yeah. the the big um I don't want to be disrespectful like the necklace the ceremonial necklace what what was that yeah. what does that represent? Uh, it's just a, it's just to, to represent a celebration of a milestone achieved. So we call it we call it ulas or, or lays and stuff like that. So whenever a big occasion occurs and you know we want to congratulate someone or or show our appreciation of something achieved. Um, that's what we usually hand out, and you saw guys like Nathan Cleary, yeah. Liam Martin, you know, and all, even all the Aussie boys were wearing it too. So, 
you know, like it's just a, it's from our culture, it's a show of appreciation. I'm glad for achieving something you know significant. Glad you asked that, Sats, because I was wondering. Everyone in our house was, and and the things that go on there. Because <laughs> I've got to, I've got to say, Christian, the kids did notice the chocolates. Yeah, uh, that were on yeah. there. What, 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 what does that mean? Anything actually? What goes on there, or it's whatever you want to put on there? It's whatever you want to put on there, but you know, tradition, traditionally, it's been chocolates. Uh, you know, something edible. So, you know, when you're celebrating, you know, you think of well, you know, you want to celebrate something, you eat chocolate. You know, if you want to break your diet, you eat chocolate. So. Yeah, yeah so nice. it's a culture close to your heart, heart Jace, because you'd put spare ribs on there. I would you? put spare ribs, a couple of Big Macs. Uh, <laughs> if, if, could you make one for me, please? But I haven't achieved anything. Yeah. Yet, have I? Hey, Christian, good luck. Uh, well, well, a little bit of good luck on Saturday. Not too much good luck. <laughs> Thank uh, you, boys. As you face the kangaroos. And, mate, enjoy yourself, which I no doubt you will. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you for having me, boys. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Yes, uh, certainly plenty going on at the moment. Of course, Spring Carnival well and truly underway. Uh, imagine what you could be buying instead, Chris Nelson. Uh, a big weekend in Queensland? Yeah, big weekend in Queensland, Jason Sats. Uh, but a big weekend, as you mentioned, down south as well. We've got uh, the Everest, of course, on Saturday, the $20 million Everest. We've got the, the Caulfield Guineas, the King Charles. It's uh, I would say it's the biggest day's racing of the entire year this day now. It's, um, it's just huge. The racing is Group 1, top class, and plenty of prize money as well. So... Uh, we've got 10 races at Eagle Farm. They mightn't quite measure up to what's down south, but there's still 10 winners there, and they still pay the same money and the same dividends, guys. Is that what happens on weekends like this, Nelson, when there is so much of a focus on, say, another state, that yep. that Racing Queensland will say, well, listen, we'll let them have their glory for now, and then we cash in later on on our own events? Well, that's that's the way it works. I mean, we have our glory in uh, in the wintertime sats and around Christmas time with Magic Millions and... And the other states pretty much do nothing in the winter. Uh, Sydney and Melbourne, there's not much good racing it's going too on cold. there. So it's too cold. It's too wet. And, you know, and, and they're getting ready for spring as well, or they're sending their horses to Queensland. So not as much as it used to be sort of uh, areas would, would have their carnivals and then they drift away. But we've had more now in the last few years of Sydney and Melbourne in the spring uh, seem to be having their carnivals at the very same time. And that's what creates this big day on Saturday. Who are we following this weekend, Nelson? Well, on a, from a Queensland viewpoint, Sats, we are following Yellow Brick in the Silver Eagle, who goes around in that race at, uh, at Ramwick. And Tino goes around in the Turak Handicap, which is a Group 1 race at Caulfield. And Uncommon James goes around in a Group 2 race, the Scalacci, also at Caulfield. And there's a little three-year-old there by the name of Appen Girl in uh, the Thoroughbred Club Stakes at Caulfield as well. So plenty of Queensland interest in the races this week. How's Yellow Brick's campaign been in the lead-up? Well, he's had one run back from a break and he was beaten in the Wheatwood Handicap at Toowoomba. Uh, I think, well, I personally thought he'd win that race and I think there's a lot of other people thought that. So it's a bit of a D-day for him, I think, on Saturday. He, he faces stronger opposition down there in Sydney. Uh, his favourite uh, he's around 3 or $4 mark in the markets. And I don't know, I, I just got a feeling that uh, he might not be the same horse he was 
uh, maybe last season or the season you know earlier on. I just I want to see him do it, do something really good before I get carried away again. And he's going to have to do that on Saturday. Um, does a horse know when they're the favourite? Like, do you think they know? I got these ones. I got her beat, him beat, whatever. Do they know that? <laughs> I have a feeling they don't, Jace. I've just got this wild feeling that they actually have no idea. So yeah. unless they know them all by sight and they go, I've beaten you before. Well, they've got no opposable thumbs, so they can't check on their phone. <laughs> well, but the trainer could have played a video replay of them. Like, True, yeah. Could have went, went on to... Yeah, well, they've got eyes. Yeah, that's right. Could have gone on to uh, racingqueensland.com.au and checked out the guide. So... Of course. We'll move on. Tips uh, this weekend? <laughs> uh, I'll give you a few tips here. Eagle Farm, really keen race four, number 10, Titanium. Uh, race seven, number two, devastating, and race nine, number six, Ekaterina. I think will run well. Also, uh, in that yellow brick race in Sydney, race eight, the uh, the gold, the silver eagle. I'm going to tip number twelve, Benedetta, the Victoria mare to beat yellow brick. So race eight, number twelve, and in the Everest. I'll go with Peter Moody's horse. I wish I win race right. seven, number one. There's a question. So I, uh, we were talking about this last night, weren't we, Satsy? I, yep. I love I wish I win. I think that's, I mean, I'm glad it's blown out a bit. Uh, but but it, yep. barrier one in a 1,200-metre yep. race, you'd think that would be ideal, wouldn't you? Well, it all depends on where the horse settles. Now, if he's the sort of horse which he is who generally gets back in his races, he could find himself three or four back on the fence and with absolutely nowhere to go in the straight. So that's why there's a lot of people running around saying, well, he get buried on the fence. He's not going to get a clear crack at them in the straight. If he had a wider gate, he'd get to the outside and whiz down the outside. But I'll tell you what it will do. It'll enable him to probably settle closer in the run, and there's not a lot of speed on the speed map. So he might be close enough, and if he gets a gap in the straight, I think he'll still be able to beat them. And I think he's got clearly the best form. All right, check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Catch you later, Nelson. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend.